Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. today on this Palm Sunday. This is Palm Sunday and I want to talk today from this particular topic. I'll use what you lose. I'll use what you lose. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every single person who's streaming in right now, everyone who needs a specific word, something that is tailored uh, right to their situation and to their to their, their their area of life right now. Spirit of the living God, rest, rule, move, do, have your way in the name of Jesus Christ. In our time together, we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody put electronic emojis and thank God for our musician who appeared out of nowhere. We just thank God for this wonderful opportunity that the Lord has needed. Praise God bless you. God bless you. And y'all stay close. Don't y'all go too far away. Y'all stay close. Y'all can go, go away, but don't go too far. Go away now, but don't stay. Poof, be gone. <laughs> just don't stay, don't stay too far away. Um, I'm so grateful for the relationship that all of us have. And those of you who don't know us, we all have a wonderful family relationship uh, with our, um, our musicians and our our band, and um, that's a wonderful, we, um, so we laugh, we joke, and all that type of stuff, but, but when I need you, you better be around, <laughs> so I want to talk um, about that, about I'll use uh, what you lose, and um, when I think about that, there have been times in my personal life, and maybe not yours, but in my personal life, I'll testify to tell you that there have been times where God wanted something from me that I didn't want to give. Um, and if we're all honest, we all have areas of our life that we would rather not release. Um, this Lent season that we've been in has been about that, about releasing and prioritizing things that were not important to us before and um, putting them back where they need to be and removing those things uh, that were not important and putting them and giving them the lesser value that they deserve. Um, this particular message that I'm talking about, though, is not really challenging us in direction to uh, focus on the what's that we need to release in our life as it is talking to us. And you're going to find out where it's talking to us about about the who's that we need to release in our life not the what. And when we say what, I'm not talking about the items or the things, but there are who's that we need to release. And if I were to turn this camera around and you were to grab this mic, all of us will say there is a person or a who that we need to release. Uh, now, I want to clarify that because when we start talking about releasing people, uh, sometimes it's because of something they've done or we're trying to get someone out of our life or we're trying to go through this social media detox and say that I'm, I'm cleaning out my inbox and I'm cleaning out my friends and I'm deleting people, people who are just there that serve no purpose. And I'm not talking about those type of people. I'm not talking about that type of release, but that's where our minds go to because many of us, maybe not you, but many of us love to say we have the gift of goodbye. 
And uh, in this season, this particular year, it's a very popular statement for us to say, you know, this pandemic has revealed a lot of things to me about so many people, who my friends are, who my friends aren't. I know you've said it, I've said it, all of us have said it. So don't, don't just, just all of us have said that this season has revealed, and while that is true, um, I'm not talking about that type of release either. I'm not talking about releasing people so that you can get more followers. I'm not talking about releasing people so that you can get more dates and invitation. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, have you ever stopped to notice who you haven't released yet to Jesus? Have you even paid any attention to the people that you're holding on to. Now, I know some of you might be like, no, I've let go of people, but, but, but I want to ask because if you listen to most of our conversation, my child ain't this, and they need to do this, and my spouse ain't this, and they get on my nerves and do this. My cousin does this, and my friend does this, and we have a whole list of different people and things. Don't you log off today. I know y'all miss me something terrible, but I know that all of us have said, you know, there's this person and these people and this meeting and all these different things, and we have all these different people that we're talking about. But my question to you is, if you're still talking about them, have you released them yet? If they are still on your lips and if they still make you feel, quote, some type of way, end quote, have you really released them to Jesus? And I'm asking that because how can you pray about something and hold on to it at the same time? Because if you have prayed about it, if you have spent time with it, I wish I had some church and I had someone in the cyber church right now. If you have released it, really, if you have really spent time and you really spent time with God, if you released it, then you might not be talking about it at the same time. You wouldn't be holding on to it at the same time. And there are many of you all right now who, to be honest, many of you are at a breaking point. There are many of you in this season right now that you are really at a break, breaking point where you're saying if something else happens, I'm going, I, I, just, I just can't experience, I, I can't handle it, I don't know if I can handle it. And you are in desperate need of a breakthrough. You haven't had a breakthrough. I've seen a breakthrough in months, days, and Sundays before the pandemic. You already felt like you were in one. You haven't seen or experienced a breakthrough. And maybe you haven't experienced a breakthrough not because of God, but because of what you might not and who you might not have released possibly maybe that's the reason that we haven't experienced that because we have not released the who's in our life and as we approach uh, this holy week and as we're moving forward I hope y'all are praying for me as we're moving through this holy week and we're we're moving through this time where we have all these different events that are leading up to Calvary and all these different events that are leading up to the resurrection all these different things and all of us as far as many of us here at growth point we're excited because we're saying next week is the return and next week is our celebration but can I tell you you can't have a return until you have a release you can't come back to church talking about always oh, the return but you haven't had the hashtag the release <laughs> you haven't had a spiritual uh, laxative just yet in your spirit yet that has released some people and re released some things out of you just yet so if you're not careful you're going to come here until the return bloated 
And you won't be able to shout correctly because you'll be carrying stuff that God, carrying someone or carrying a who that God has wanted you to release. Someone put in the comment section right now, release it, release it, release it, release it. Some of y'all need to sit down on that porcelain throne right now and release some things out of your spirit so that you can be free from whatever it is that's been holding you back. I want you to have a release like you've never had. And if somebody asks you why you're smiling the way you're smiling right now, say something came out of me, something is being released out of me someone put in the comment section release 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 you can't have a return until you have a release and you cannot invite someone to the return that you haven't released and you can't shout about you can't shout around someone next week that you haven't released you can't sit by people you haven't released you can't come back to church on this after this five or six month vacation. I'm sorry, five or six weeks. I'm sorry. All these different times, all of us who said, I don't watch internet church. I don't watch cyber church. On this, this silent break some of us have had while some of us have been ministering and some of us have been moving and the rest of us have been on snooze. Whatever it is, when you can't come in here smiling, you haven't released. And God has a word for you. I know y'all like, I don't like this word today, but oh, it likes you. Oh, it likes you. It likes you. Because if you're going to have a return, you got to have a release. Someone put in the comment section right now, I got to have a release. And this is not going to be as tight as you think it's going to be. But I had to jack you up real quick so I could change your tire so I can make sure that you get on New Circle Road or something kind of nice this afternoon. But I want to make sure that you cannot text anybody that you have not released. In these last few moments... And these last few days that God, uh, these last few days that Jesus gives us a glimpse of his last few moments before Calvary. And sometimes the last few moments of somebody's life leave gems that you need to pick up. The last breath, the last moment, the last words, the last things, the last things they say are, are so important. And here is the last, one of the last big events that Jesus does that I believe he wants to teach us about how to release things so that he can, so that he can use it. Are y'all ready for it? Are you ready for it? Whether you're ready or not, here I come. How do we, how do we learn how to release and how do we do that so that we can be able to have God to be able to use what we release? Well, verse 29 says, as he drew new, as he drew near to Bethany, they were, it was like two miles outside of Jerusalem. It was about two miles outside of the place and and as he was uh, getting there it says that he he said to the to the disciples he said go into the village he said go into the village in front of you he said and when you get there he said you're going to find a coat where on no one has ever sat on it he says i want you to go he said again he says go into the village in front of you the first thing if you're going to be able to release if you release it and he can be able to he release what you uh, loose uh, in order to do that the first thing is you got to be able to first thing put in the on the comment put there you got to make sure you listen to instructions there are many of you who are saying, I don't know how to minister to people or I don't know how to go after people. Well, the first thing is you have to listen to instructions because God spoke to them through Jesus. And he said, there is a specific place. There is a certain location that I want you to go to it. But if you don't listen, you won't be able to go and you'll be you'll be you'll be at the wrong place. And there are many of you who are not effective in this season. It's not that God didn't tell you to go, but you went to the wrong place. And you're trying to use your gift in a place that does not fit. 
And you're trying to speak a word on a table that's not even ready to receive it. But you have to be able to go where he said, I want you to go. He said, you go to a village that's in front of you. Now, some of y'all will miss it because it said a village. Some of y'all want to go to New York and he'll send you to a village. Some of you want to go to big places and God sometimes will start you off at little places. Some of you want big church, but you can't be faithful in little church first. You got to be faithful in children's church. You got to be faithful uh, doing the cameras. You got to be faithful uh, uh, helping turn on the lights before God trusts you with more. He that is faithful in little will be trusted with much. He said, go into a village. He said, it's a small place, but if you go there and you listen to instruction, when you get there, you will find something. You got to go. And when you go, you'll find. That's a word for somebody. You got to go. And when you go, you'll find. Some of you haven't found because you haven't gone. You can't find anything that you're not looking for. He says, listen to instructions. Glory to the lamb. He said, listen to instructions. He said, when you get there, he said, go to a village. And when you find it, this is the next thing I want you to do. Y'all got that? I hope y'all got that. Listen to instructions. The second thing is observe the scene. Oh, y'all missed it. He said, when you get there, he said, I want you to go to a village that I'm going to show you. And when you get to the village, you will find a coat. Well, what type of coat will it be? It will be tied. It will be bound. And no one has ever sat on it. My question for you, holy saints, is have you assessed who you're trying to minister to? It says when you find the coat, it's going to be in a situation. Some of you are judging people who can't get out of what they're in. God sent you to them, and he says certain instructions for you to get to them. But when you find them, they're going to look unusable. And there are many of us who the only people you are around, the only people we are around are people who are like us. People who shout like us and people who look like us and people who smell like us and people who talk the same type of talk and listen to the same type of music. But when is the last time God sent you instructions and gave you instructions to go to somebody who could not help you? To go to someone who was tied up. Tied up and had entanglements, tied up in drama, tied up in issues, tied up in generational things, tied up in church hurt, tied up in, 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 in lies and, and all these different things. But they were tied up. But I was sent to you because you were tied up. The reason that I came to you is because of what you were in. I'm telling y'all church, I want to see the church of the tied. I want to see the church of the tied up. I want to see the church of people who are bound up in stuff. Because if you really want to see God move, get you some bound up people. Get you some people who are tied up. Get you some people who are tired, sick and tired of being tired and tired. And they don't want to be like that anymore. But they can't move because they're tied up. You can't get upset with people who can't get out of what they're in. I am tired of the church who judges people who are tied up. 
the reason that they might be where they are is because they can't get out of what they're in. But the Lord sent you to them. You got to observe the scene. Observe how long they've been like that. Observe that it might not be their attitude. Maybe it's because they feel neglected. Maybe it's not because they don't like church. Maybe it has nothing to do with you. Maybe it has nothing to do with your live stream. Maybe it has nothing to do with any of that type of stuff. But maybe it's the history. Maybe it's the memory. Maybe it's what you represent that reminds them of something that you don't know anything about. Maybe church reminds them of a hurt place or a dark place or they got dropped or maybe they saw some things they didn't want to see or maybe there's some things about God that they feel like they're at a place that God doesn't love tied up people. Maybe they feel, I hope, I pray that everybody's streaming right now that you're getting this word because everybody in this room, I can't tell if this word is ministering to anybody, but I hope this word is ministering to you that there are people that are around you who are so tied up and they feel like God doesn't love tied up people. They feel that the more tied up they are, the less God loves them. But I got a word to tell you all today. God is coming to tied up people. I want someone to put in the comment section. God is coming to my tide. God is coming to my issue. God is coming right where I am. I myself was shackled by all different types of things. I myself was shackled by all different types of situations. But he came right where I was. I'm so glad that he found me where I was. I'm so glad that he didn't wait till I tried to, to untie myself. Have you ever tried to free yourself? Have you ever? Maybe I'm talking to the wrong people. Have you ever tried? try to deliver yourself maybe I'm talking to the wrong people have you ever tried to medicate yourself maybe I'm talking to the wrong people have you ever tried to heal yourself maybe I'm talking to the wrong type of people have you ever tried to get people out of your system on your own maybe I'm talking to the wrong people but if you ever ever try to untie yourself and wound up tangling yourself even deeper in what the stuff you were trying to get untangled from I'm coming to minister and talk to every person who you went deep bring your stuff because you try to do it on your own but God has sent somebody to you to get you out of what you can't get yourself out of you gotta observe the scene I'm almost finished observe the scene some of y'all I'm not trying to preach hard I'm trying to preach to your issue I'm just trying to preach where you are and where some of your friends are he says observe the scene then the next thing is, you got to then listen to instruction, observe the scene. Thirdly, you got to then communicate truth. <laughs> what is a communicate truth? The scripture verbally communicate the truth. Historians believe, I'm almost finished. Historians believe that these people who had the donkey, who had the coat, were disciples of Jesus. And that there was already a conversation with them. Uh, I don't know through however, I mean, you know how the Underground Railroad worked, that there were certain types of codes that were sent out to different types of people and different people in Durton, they had different types of codes. I don't know if it was that type of situation. I have no clue how those different things work. And there are some of you who in an organization, you have certain type of codes. And nobody knows. And even those who are the saints, we have certain type of codes. Huck if you buck. Sha-ta-ta. You know, we have different types of codes that only we know. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I meant. You know exactly what I just said. We have certain type of codes. Maybe that was the type of code that they talked that these disciples knew so what they when Jesus went there he said listen to my instructions observe the scene but when you observe the scene and you assess the situation verbally communicate truth what's the truth 
And there's a difference in church truth and Christ truth. <laughs> there's a difference in church truth and Christ truth. See, church truth is you a mess. You all tied up. Look at you looking like you looking. All up in your mess, all up in your stuff. I heard about, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's difficult. It's a whatever. Christ truth says when, whew, glory, when you find me, I promise you I'm finished. This is going to be the shortest message I preach in three weeks. He says, when you get through, some of y'all put your hands down. He says, when you get to there and when you find the coat, don't you talk church language. He said, resurrections next week, Calvary's next week, but they, they got to get to Calvary. And if you tell them what you want to tell them, they're not going to get to me. If you tell them all the church jargon you used to talking and you talk all that language and you downing people and criticizing people and gossiping and people and you come back next Sunday with the same stuff that you did before. He said, people are going to miss me because of you. He said, you don't tell them what you think. Musicians, I promise y'all, I promise y'all, I'm feeling you cannot, you cannot do the same thing you've always done and you cannot talk to people the way you're used to talking to people. You cannot do it. He said, because if you do it, they will miss me. He said, but when you see them and when you see a coat tied that no one has ever sat on it, what I want you to do is I want you to look at that coat and I want you to say these words. The Lord has need of you. Whew, Jesus. He says, I know they feel guilty about what they're in because they've never been anything but tied up. Everything about the history is about being tied up. Oh, Jesus. Everything about the history is about being in the back of the end. Everything about the history is about going through. Everything about the history is that I've never been any more than what I've been. Everything about my history is that I've always been like this. It's always been like this. So when I when I look through my family lineage and when I look through my family dynamics, we have always been like this, and it's always been just like this. He said. But when you get to them, when you get to this tied up situation, don't let them talk you out of the word that I put in your mouth. I want to tell somebody that is watching right here, somebody that is streaming right here. Matter of fact, I want to talk to everybody in the room. There are some people that are around you that you don't need to speak what they want to hear, but you need to speak what's in your mouth. Speak what God puts in your mouth. Speak exactly what he says. And he said, when you get to them and when you get to their situation and when you get to their circumstance I just want you to say four words the Lord five words the Lord has need of you six words I failed math matter of fact he said the Lord has need of you I want you to think of Junebug I want you to think of Missy I want you to think of Kumba or whoever you connected to I mess up names all the time but I want you to think of people that you've been talking about what they've been in and how difficult it's been and how they've been going through but I want you to tell them the word of the Lord the Lord has need need of you the Lord has need of you what does it mean that the Lord has need of me what does it mean that he wants me it means that you're more than what you're tied in 
it means that you're more than what's trying to hold you back it means that you're more than where you've been in it means that you're more than what you're trying to ascribe yourself to be he said the Lord has need of you someone put in the comment section I only got a few more minutes say the Lord has need of you I feel like preaching I got nine minutes and I'm gonna drop the mic and I'm gonna run for office I want you to tell somebody that the Lord has need of you how can you say the Lord has need of you if the Lord didn't first have need of me I can't talk about how much he loves you until I know how much he loves me I can't talk about how you can be delivered until I tell you about how I got delivered I can't tell you about how you can get healed until I talk about how I got healed I can't talk about how to get over COVID until I myself have been through COVID but because I don't look like what I've been through I can tell you that this ain't the end of your story somebody put in the comment section the Hammond is coming y'all thought I was going to say something else but put in the comment section that is, the Hammond is coming and the Lord has need of you yes sir yes he does but that's not how the story ends I gotta get there and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be through but I want to tell you real quick one thing that I gotta tell you after they followed instruction after they got to the place after they got to the location they found it's just like Jesus said they found it just like he told them it would be he found the coat just like it was but that's not how the story is it goes on through 35 through verse 40 it says they took that coat PJ they took that coat Guillaume they took that coat Keith they took that coat I feel like name calling they took that coat anybody know that coat anybody know that coat y'all saying I don't know no coat matter of fact you are that coat you are the one that was tied up you are the one who was tied up you are the one put your name in it he took the coat what do they do with the coat what did they do with the coat they took the coat brought it to Jesus when they gave it to Jesus they put their clothes on top of the coat on top of the donkey and then they put Jesus on top of the donkey what did Jesus do Jesus went into the city when he got into the city the people had already assembled they were together like a parade and they threw down their palm branches and they threw down their clothes and what does the bible says it said blessed is he they got to sing that song they said blessed is the king who comes in the name in the name of the lord peace in the heaven and glory in the highest and what happened was i'm sorry y'all i've been off for a minute and i feel like preaching and the pharisees that were around they got to rebuking the people and what they said to the people was 
hush the people the people need to be quiet they're making too much noise but Jesus answered the people and he said one thing I tell you that if these were silent the stones would cry out don't let a stone cry out when I can cry out I won't let a stone cry out for me someone put in the comment section I don't want no rock I want to praise him for myself why 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 am I praising because a donkey was once tied up the coat was once tied up but now the coat has Jesus sitting on it my last point is once you loose it once you release it expect God to get the glory expect God to get the glory when you release your husband expect God to get the glory when you release your child expect God to get the glory when you release your son expect God to get the glory I expect God to get the glory I expect God I expect God to get the glory Easter Sunday is coming resurrection is coming but I want God to get the glory I want God to get the glory in your house and in your neighborhood y'all missed the whole story y'all still not shouting y'all still don't think this is that deep you have to understand that a donkey is a rebellious creature a donkey will kick you a donkey will try to shake itself loose under normal circumstances but when Jesus the donkey he calmed rebellion he calmed foolishness he calmed low self-esteem I want somebody in the comment section say sit on me Jesus sit on me sit on my mind sit on my finances sit on my house sit on my marriage sit on my heart sit on my tongue sit on my eyes have a seat have a seat sit on me 
want you to get the glory. I 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 can't do nothing with my child. I can't do nothing with my cousin. I can't do nothing with my friends. But if you sit on them, Yes, 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 my soul's happy, yes. Sit on me. Sit on me. I want you to do me a favor. Take out your phone. If you got an iPhone, take out something that says notes. I want you to list every donkey that you can think of. List every coat you can think of. And at the top of the list, put your name because you're the first one he had to deliver. Don't you dare judge anybody else until you first consider yourself. But put your name at the top and then start listing family members. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 here comes another one. Go, here comes another one. Go, here comes another one. Here comes somebody coming out of jail. Here comes somebody coming out of prison. Here comes somebody. There goes another one. There goes another one. Come on. My job, your job, is to follow the instructions. When you see them, once you observe the scene, you will see it is only something that only God can fix. And maybe you do have some cousins, and maybe you do have some friends, and maybe you do have some people that you're connected to. And you're saying the only reason I hadn't said anything to them is because they're tied up. But let me tell you, sister... That's the reason you should say something to them. Because they're tied up. Remember yourself. Historians say, and I'm through. Because I want God to get the glory. Let me, let me tell you this. Rich Talbot wrote it. He said, he'll find a way <laughs> to get the glory. And I want you to know that there's some, there's going to be some glory in some of your stories this week. There are going to be some people that you've been talking about and praying for for years he's going to get the glory <laughs> listen historians say because I wanted to muck a myth because I got excited and I, I forgot to tell you this there we always say stuff like people will shift on you people will change on you because we say they'll cry Hosanna one minute and crucify the next have y'all heard us say that we've all said it but listen these people that were in the crowd, there were three different types of people. 
one of the people that was in the crowd were native Judeans who were suspicious of Jesus anyway. Then there were some people in the crowd who were visitors from the outside of the city and they didn't even know who Jesus was. And then there were people who were in the crowd who saw Jesus get Lazarus up from the grave. It was the three different groups of people. They weren't the same people who cried Hosanna and then later on crucified. Some of you need to release your prohibitions about people that are not true. If God's going to get the glory, you got to release people. Release them. Someone put in the comment section, release, 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 release. Our job is to get people to the city. Our job is to get Jesus to the city. That's our job. That's our job to get Jesus to the city. Hold on. Last thing I want to tell you is that God wants you to release who he already loves. Jesus didn't love them more. Jesus won't love them more once they get free. He loves them while they're bound. He loves them so much while they're bound, that's why they will be free. When he said to the coat, tell him that I need it, you know how that awakened like no one's ever wanted me, but I do. This week, we're heading into Resurrection Sunday. But for those of you who said, you know, I ain't invited nobody. I ain't said nothing. There are some people who are tied up. They need you to say, the Lord needs you. This week, all I want you to do, if you send them a fly, if you text them, if you share, whatever you do, say, the only reason I'm inviting you is because the Lord leads you. <laughs> That's why. It's not because I want to feel my, I want, I want to feel heaven up. And I want to make sure you know the Lord needs you. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. Somehow he'll always get the glory. Somehow he'll always, he'll always get the glory. Come on, everybody, lift your hands wherever you are. Come on, lift your hands everywhere. Everywhere you are, everywhere you are. Say somehow alone, he'll always. Somehow, somehow. I don't care how difficult it is. I don't care how difficult it looks. I know you're saying they, they ain't never been to church somehow he'll always expect him to get the glory expect him expect him to get the glory somehow he'll always Those of you who are watching right now, I want to, uh, those of you who are watching right now, I want to make sure that the first thing I do before we go forward to anything else is I want to make sure, hold on one second, I want to make sure that you give your life to Christ. That's the first thing. For those of you who said, I just felt so tied up. Great. You're a candidate to be loosed. Ah! Woo! 
Woo, glory. You're a candidate to be loosed. Repeat after me if you haven't given your life to Christ. Let me, don't let me waste my sweat. That's a soul who needs to be free. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I admit that I've been tied. I've been tied up in not confessing you as my Lord. But today, I loose my tongue to confess you as Lord and confess you as Savior. Come into my heart. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that same Jesus got up for me that I might have life. Forgive me of my sins. I welcome you as my Lord and Savior. I believe I'm saved in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the information is on the screen and you'll know what to do, how you can get connected to the family of God. For those of you who don't have a church home and you'll say, hey, I've just been tied up and hurt and I just haven't connected anywhere. Make a decision today to say, hey, I, I don't want to be on the side. I don't want to be the side of the viewing. I want to be on the side of the loosing. <laughs> if you want to help us lose some people, connect with our family. We would love to be connected with you. I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, keep growing.